Moncrief on News Talk. Indeed, as you've been hearing in the news bulletin there, as no doubt you know, Ireland has been the most vocal, among the most vocal countries in Europe in its criticism of Israel's military action in Gaza. And this hasn't gone unnoticed in Israel itself. A recent column in the Jerusalem Post claimed Ireland has a historic hostility towards Israel, fed by self-importance, ignorance and malice. That piece was written by the Post senior commentator, Amos Asael. Amos, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, so why do you think Ireland is hostile to Israel? Because of their pronouncements and most recently uh, the very provocative um, refusal on the part of your um, women's basketball team to shake uh, their Israeli rivals' hands. Yeah, that, that, well, that was that, that game going ahead was highly controversial here, uh, given what's uh, going on in Gaza. I, I think it was added to by one of the... Israeli team saying it was well known that the Irish are anti-Semitic, which mightn't incline you to want to shake hands with a person who says that about you. I I don't understand how that justifies what the Irish uh, team chose to do. Right. Okay. Uh, Being called anti-Semitic and then you have to shake their hands. Um, I don't know if who who called whom and why, but why does one individual's conduct, whatever it was, um, uh, proceed from there to a treatment of a national team. Yeah. A treatment of a national team is a statement about the nation that the team represents, not about what any individual individually said in any circumstance. Right. Okay. Even if it's a member of the team. Of course. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, And so is it just that? Is it just a basketball game? No, of course, uh, this is but the tip of an iceberg. Um, Israeli diplomats have been reporting for years, indeed for decades, that uh, Dublin's treatment of uh, Israeli diplomats personally and of Israeli policy uh, politically is one-sided, that uh, Israeli diplomats in Dublin are um, uh, shunned, basically, uh, by uh, local by the local foreign ministry, and that um, there is a general, extremely anti-Israeli atmosphere, encouraged by a succession of Irish governments harking back already to last century. This is what they say, and this is what Israelis now have experienced. Right. Okay. And and if I understand the column that you wrote correctly, you think this stems from. Um, Israel's relationship to Britain and that as soon as Israel became allies with Britain, then uh, our attitude towards Israel I don't know changed. if it stems from, <clears throat> I don't know if it stems from that, but uh, chronologically speaking, it parallels this uh, this uh, se- this uh, sequence of events that it does. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. The, 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 uh, you also set a site in it, um, um, our, uh, Leo Varadkar's tweet, about the release of Emily Hand as evidence of this as well, uh, about his his comment that an innocent child who has been lost uh, has now been found. Um, yes. Is, in this country, that was taken to be a willful misinterpretation of what he said. Well, in this country, it was uh, interpreted entirely differently. And I think that the leader of a country, <clears throat> um, of all people, needs to be very careful about things they tweet. Now, granted, Twitter is a very big problem and people very frequently do things hastily over there that they very quickly regret. And I will happily accept this uh, um, reinterpretation of what we Israelis interpreted the way we did. Yeah. Well, the rest of the tweet, uh, uh, which you didn't quote, uh, 
say, say, an innocent child has, uh, ha, was lost, has now been found. We breathe a massive sigh of relief. Our prayers have been answered. It was the first uh, paragraph of a more lengthy statement uh, he released. And then subsequent to that, he did say, I've always been consistent in my unequivocal condemnation of Hamas and hostage taking. Yeah, I didn't see that in that tweet. But if this is uh, the attitude, then I embrace it and applaud it. Right. That's okay. What it should be, and and maybe it's better if you and I really discuss now the substance of the issues, because I think that's what you really um, have called me to do here. Yes, and and as far as you say, what is the substance of the issue? The substance of the issue is that in Ireland, a great deal many people buy into Hamas's canards. The most overarching of which is that Israel is a colonizer in its own country. This is what appeals to you because, and rightly so, because of your own. Uh, colonialist uh, trauma. And it's very easy to take people who don't know the situation in the Middle East and tell them that the situation in the Middle East is analogous to theirs and uh, that uh, whoever they perceived as an enemy in their own history has uh, some kind of a clone in the Middle Eastern situation. This is what they tell you. This is what you buy. And this is what is unfounded. Yeah. It's not just Hamas who would make that argument, I would have thought. It's Palestinians in general. Very well. Are we colonizers in our country or are we not, Sean? What do you think? Uh, Well, I mean, on on the West Bank, obviously it's highly disputed who owns the West Bank. That's not what they say. That's not what they say. It certainly isn't what Hamas says. They say we're colonizers everywhere in this country. Right. And as for the West Bank, let me tell you this. Where I belong politically within Israel is famous. I'm a columnist. My, my views are well known for 30 years. I belong to that part of Israel that espouses and, and wholeheartedly supports the idea of a two-state solution. So there's no need in convincing me of the um, uh, desirability of a solution that would involve a territorial compromise on our part, first and foremost in the West Bank. Having said this, to say that we Israelis in the um, a very landscape where our forebears built biblically um, and famously uh, kingdoms that were a pillar of ancient history. Uh, To say that we don't belong in this land is mad. It's absurd. It's unfounded. It's a lie. Where do we Jews belong if not in the land of, of David and Jeremiah and Isaiah and Jesus and the rest of the heroes of ancient Israel's history? Mm. Uh, But but that sounds like uh, an argument that Israel shouldn't exist. That is not a widespread argument in this country. That is what Hamas says. And oh, uh, yeah, too many sure. people in Ireland these days are siding with Hamas, utterly unaware that they are being taken for a ride. Because what Hamas represents is not the nationalist cause that many people in Ireland assume it is. Yeah. It's not about nationalism with them. Yeah, I think it's you're, about, you're, you're it's conflating. It's about fundamentalism. It's about jihadism. It's about a, a quest, a triumphalist religious quest to impose one faith on the rest of mankind. This is their cause. Sure. And you shouldn't be siding with them. We're not siding with them. You're conflating being critical of what is uh, what the IDF is doing in Gaza right now. You're conflating uh, the fact that settlements are going ahead with the West Bank. Uh, and people would oppose that. Many people in this country would oppose that. You're conflating that with support from for Hamas. No, I, They're I two haven't quite said different anything things. about all these issues. Let's discuss them in order. But uh, I, I have yet to say one word about this in, in, in this interview. Yeah, but... Yeah, but yeah, I've conflated nothing. Right. Well, the, the general thrust of opinion is uh, 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 about the situation in your country and in the West Bank and Gaza is what I've laid out for you. It's not support for Hamas. 
there is, as far as I'm aware, no public figure uh, in this country has has even hinted at support for Hamas. Well, uh, I'm talking about uh, popular sentiment that Israelis feel when um, uh, um, discoursing with uh, uh, many people in Ireland, especially opinion makers. And as for the issues themselves, let's say this much. Many people, not only in Ireland, but throughout the West, draw conclusions about what is happening in the Middle East based on nothing other than um, uh, occasional uh, uh, glimpses of footage from, from battle scenes, which are uh, no way to learn about what is happening anywhere in any situation. What is happening is this. We have been attacked in October in broad daylight by an armada of, of um, um, people who deliberately and cold-bloodedly killed children in their parents' arms and raped women and torched houses with their inhabitants inside them. This is what we faced. We responded to that with war. That is what any nation that wants to preserve its life does in such a, such a situation. This is indeed what us Jews' forebears did not do when they were attacked. We fight back. This is how it starts, what you face now. We're fighting back. Mm. The very fact that we're fighting back is disagreeable to many people in the world. This is why they're demanding us to cease fire even before the war has ended. That is one thing. The second thing that you raise, and rightly so, is about the way that this war is being waged. As for that, the tragedy is indeed as big as the very waging of the war by Hamas. The tragedy is big because Hamas wages the war so that it deliberately and systematically wraps its warriors in civilians. This is what it does. And for us to reach all the warriors that we face and all the armories that they use and all the missiles that they fire at us and all the tunnels in which they hide, for us to reach them, they create the whole situation so that there is no way of reaching these without <clears throat> harming civilians because they rappel these in civilians. This is how they fight. And since we are out to defend our population, there is no escaping this collateral damage which is a big tragedy, no doubt. It's an astonishingly big tragedy. It's 30,000 people dead is. so far. Don, let me tell you more than that. Look in the history books. In World War II, the United States, having fought on all fronts, lost 260,000 men. Japan, its enemy, lost 1.2 million people. You get the ratio. Yeah. Does that mean that because the Americans killed so many more Japanese and the Japanese killed Americans, that the Americans were wrong and the Japanese were right? No, that's not what happened there. It's the same thing here. So what's our fault? That we're winning, that we're fighting, or that we're killing? We have no choice but to kill people or out to kill us and our children. Is that... But that's not everyone in Gaza. As you say, That's, uh, that's they are Hamas is. fighters. And as you say, they don't want to... Of course uh, it isn't, Sean. Yeah. Who, who in his right mind would say that here around me in yeah. Israel? Yeah, but you, you can tell. Amos, you, you must know uh, around the world there's growing disquiet with what's going on. Uh, around the world, it, it's... And I say of that, that the disquiet um, uh, is on the part of those who either do not know the details or are biased against us. Anyone that, who knows the details, anyone who delves in them, let alone anyone who actually goes and bothers visiting us here and see from close range what we go through, understands that our cause is entirely different. 
So it's just people don't understand, you're saying, rather than there would be any other reason. It's either people not understanding or understanding and opposing, hating us. That's what it is. How else are we? What is the grievance? Is the grievance the very fact that we're fighting back or is the grievance that while fighting back, we kill people? Well, I mean, I, well, I would imagine the grievances. Like, I would imagine the grievances, Amos, that the, 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 the ferocity and the sheer scale of the response to this. Uh, that people, as you know, are being moved up and down different parts of Gaza. They're now squeezed into a small corner and uh, no one knows what's going to happen to them. There may be a, a ground invasion or a ground invasion already starting. It's hard to see an end Hamas, to this. With it, Hamas with... has crisscrossed all of the Gaza Strip with tunnels, miles upon miles of tunnels, all of which are used in order to attack us. We must reach and are resolute to reach each and every one of those tunnels and detonate it. This is our aim, and it's consensual here in Israel. The people fighting God in Gaza are not just Netanyahu's voters. They're also Israelis like me. I did not vote for Netanyahu. Everybody knows that. I'm a columnist. People know my views. But in this, we're together. Do you, how do you see this ending? What do you mean by this, this particular? Uh, I mean, I mean, well, this the broad Arab-Israeli. Yeah, well, I suppose what one links into the other, uh, um, but 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 certainly that that uh, uh, when the offensive in Gaza comes to an end, how do you see that ending? I can tell you what my wish is, and um, as opposed to my forecast, which frankly is not so important, um, my wish is that out of all this mayhem, will emerge an arrangement whereby the moderate states of the Arab world, namely Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Jordan, and Morocco, and others, um, and the United Arab Emirates, all the ones that do dialogue with us, that they, uh, unlike Hamas, which says that we do not deserve to exist, all these moderate Arab states with Western help, including Ireland, will manage to get the Israelis and the Arabs to redesign Gaza. I think that's feasible, that's doable, and recent events also make it imperative. Uh, do you think when uh, uh, when it's all, or at least when this uh, phase, if you like, is over, uh, that uh, Netanyahu will have questions to answer? <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> um, I think Netanyahu is, um, he does not understand this yet, but I think that his career is drawing to a close. I don't see how um, he can survive uh, what we have been through ever since October. Um, uh, he's also 74 and will next fall be 75. Um, I think that um, there is no political resurrection from where he has led us and worse. I think that his very protracted and, and eventful political career will be dominated by uh, recent months' events and also punctuated by them. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I was reading about, you know, the prior to October the 7th, the money that was, uh, that was going into Qatar, and it seems as if Netanyahu, against the advice of people around him, let that happen, thinking that Hamas would be more concerned with nation-building rather than buying weapons with it. That's true. And it was a great delusion on his part. Moreover, he deluded himself that, uh, in my interpretation, uh, he deluded himself that by playing Hamas against uh, the Palestinian Authority, he would prevent the emergence of a Palestinian state. I disputed that um, assessment, and I also dispute its aim. 
Um, I, I support the idea of a two-state solution. I think it worked well in Ireland and can work well here. And um, of course, you do need, in order for this to work out, a very unique, a very different attitude on the part of, of uh, the Arabs, an attitude of the sort that was displayed by, by Anwar Sadat when he abandoned the way of war and made peace with us in the deeper mental sense of the term, not just in the formal diplomatic sense. The Palestinians have to undergo that, um, um, that open heart surgery that he underwent, and I think that they are. I think, however, that we need historical patience uh, and, and, and we have to understand that this kind of transition takes time, just like it did with us Israelis. There was a time when most Israelis thought that the idea of a, of a Palestinian state is, is bad. Today, most Israelis uh, think it's not a bad idea. We underwent transformation in this regard, and I hope that the same thing will happen with our Palestinian neighbors. Amos Isael is a senior commentator for the Jerusalem Post and fellow at the Shalom Hartman Institute. Amos, thank you very much. Thank you, Sean. And as you can imagine, while we've been talking, a hell of a lot of uh, comments on that has been coming in. Some positive, uh, uh, most, the vast majority not. Uh, Rose says the Jerusalem Post guy is 100% correct. The absolute embarrassing ignorance of the Irish in relation to their knowledge and understanding of the Israeli situation. Uh, someone else says the guest, uh, uh, that guest is dead right. We in Ireland supporting a Muslim extremist organisation in Hamas. Israel is a progressive West-leaning Christian country. It's not a Christian country. <laughs> By definition, Israel is not a Christian country. But anyway, uh, it's awful what is happening in Gaza. But why don't Hamas just release the hostages? Uh, Sinead says, if that man is in the middle ground in Israel, then no wonder Irish people are more sympathetic to Pal- the Palestinian people. His argument in Israeli law states that every Jewish person in the world has a right to move to Israel just because they're Jewish is the definition of colonialism. Why do they have a right to live in lands cultivated by the people who live there? He makes me even more sympathetic for Palestinians. God help them, as even moderate Israelis are fanatics. And the sad thing is they will create fanatics on the other side as they force, uh, will inevitably be met with force from the other side. Terribly sad and and unjust. Well, I suppose and. As he said himself, and he has been a first one historically, he, he would be kind of left-leaning. He was always, you know, and still would be in favour of a two-state solution. But right, and, and I hate to use the word triggering in this kind of context, because, you know, that's usually your teenager is saying they don't want to eat vegetables or something. But, but, but uh, for people who have uh, a cultural history of oppression and particularly pogroms, as, as uh, Jewish people have, what happened on October the 7th is a pogrom and that's very triggering for him. That doesn't excuse anything that's happened since then, but I suppose in a way it kind of does explain at the moment, as he said, uh, it, all kind of shades of uh, Israeli uh, society are pretty much singing from the same songbook at the moment and uh, the, you know, there's not much division, probably not even that much room for anyone uh, who wants to cry a halt uh, to what's happening in Gaza. Uh, your man from Israel is living in cloud cuckoo land, says another texter. Has Israel been going into Palestine for over 50 years and pushing the people around and taking over that land? Yes or no, uh, says Martin in Kilkenny. Uh, he's talking about leaders of a country being careful about what they tweet. It is a little more important for the leader of a country to be careful who they kill. Irish people take issue with the indiscriminate killing of men and women. 
and children by any country. Uh, someone else says, I don't support Islam, but it seems that the world thinks Ireland does. We'll end up like the UK if we continue to let people from a culture and ideology that won't ever integrate in. UK Muslims support Hamas. Ireland has two choices. Be colonised by Islam or stop letting them in, uh, says one text. I thought we'd represent like the crazy edge of opinion there uh, um, on uh, on that one. Uh, who kind of want to bring in something completely different. Uh, Noel says, could you ask your guest why one condemns any Israeli actions uh, one is labelled an anti-Semite by Israel supporters? A very good friend of mine is Jewish and agrees with me that Israel has gone way too far uh, in their reaction to the Hamas outrage in October. Is my Jewish friend anti-Semitic? Well, no, but you can, I mean, you could just hear it in the way he was talking, uh, the way, uh, the heightened emotion there. And uh, it'll probably be a while before, probably a long while before things calm down and people can maybe look at it in a kind of more cooler light or or, or a pragmatic light. Chris says, uh, Israel needs to be careful, careful with their 2,000 pound bombs. Alas, they're not that careful. Um, Aaron, who describes himself as an anti-Zionist, says typical Zionist bending narratives to portray us as anti-Semitic. He can get in the sea and stay there. Well, he now, in fairness to him, he didn't use the phrase anti-Semitic. He said that Ireland has been hostile uh, towards the state of Israel. Uh, David says the Irish are just against genocide. We aren't anti-Semitic or anti-Israel, just anti-genocide. We aren't pro-Hamas. Uh, the uh, Another texter says, Hamas promote a one-state solution. Feelings are not facts. Uh, Nikki says, I'm absolutely uh, enraged to be considered a Hamas sympathiser. Please tell your guest he's being fed misinformation. Neither I nor our government or any citizen of Ireland are Hamas sympathisers. We want a two-state solution just like he does. And someone else says, we do support Hamas. We support the Palestinian people. 29,000 people murdered thousands more injured, the complete destruction of families and society. And there's loads more uh, like that. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.